Hey folks, it's uh <laughs> Yeah, what is it? Hey folks, welcome to the blowout. Oh god. Hey folks, welcome to the Sloppy Boys Blowout. I'm the big hand bopper. I'm sitting here with Jeff Dutton. How's it going here? And Wolfman Tim. What is up? Alright, we're spinning classic rock here all night long. 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Here we go. Here's one by the Yardbirds. <laughs> <laughs> doodly 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 dee. The Yardbirds are a funny band because they never really had like a giant hit, but they were huge. But they had Jimmy, Jimmy Page. Page was a guitar player at one point. Eric Clapton yeah, was uh, a guitar player at a different right. point. So it wait. was like all these people came through that band yeah. and went on to better things. Okay, I thought that I was like, oh, that's the Eric Clapton one. And I was like, no, that's the Birds. Or is that is that different? Like the Bird, the B- Birds, B- Y R, different band. Yeah, that's yeah. David B-Y-R. Crosby and uh, okay. Twelve Stringy kind of Bob Dylan covers. And yeah, to everything. David Crosby was in that. The Birds, yeah. Bird, the Birds did. Uh... There is a season to Oh, they did. Turn, now here's the turn. thing, guys. They do. They have a song about a um, little alien coming at, uh, coming around. I hate to. T- I hate to tell you, our, our demographic <laughs> is younger than this. This is boomer shit. Yeah. Our our demographic apparently listens to blues. Uh, they know Blues Clues, yeah. which was uh, <laughs> a lot younger than I thought they mm. would be. Met Met uh, Connor. Well, no, 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 not Connor. His name was uh, shit. Tom. Tom, it was Tom. We met Tom. Tom well, Folks, we met Tom. We met Tom, one of the Blues Clues guys, and the, the reason we can't remember his name is he brought, uh, in Long Beach, he brought Picklebacks up on stage for us to drink. He's a slophead he who his made girlfriend us Aaron a Booze News parody, uh, a Booze News theme song based on Blues Clues. Yes. He's not the Blues Clues guy, no. Steve. No, 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 Steve. no, he's not that. Who, when he quit Blues Clues, I believe he made a very, like, Soft bulletin, Flaming yeah. Lips esque album. He, he has like ties to Flaming Lips or something. He was a huge fan. Became I, friends with Wayne Coyne, and then was like, "I'm going to make an album." Damn. Hmm. Um, can we talk a little bit about the shows and how it's all been going? Because we're all in person here. I'm sure you sure. guys can tell. We rock. Um, yeah. So we did Long Beach and we did uh, L.A. right after, and right. we got Chicago coming up. And uh, Mike, whenever you're in town, I get very excited. We have a lot to do. Oh yeah. And but now I've, uh, I mentioned to you the other day, I've learned to fear it. Mm, when, when, yeah, you, when you come scary. to town, Hanford it's like Hurricane Hanford comes in and you <laughs> t- leaves no one in his you, wake. You, you, you guys know the the new emojis when they come out. Yeah, there's that one with like the swirly eyes and the and the sort oh, of like that, that's my over. favorite emoji. That's how I feel. I, when, when I can't get enough. I'm texting that one all over. Was it the swirly eyes in the which one? He's got like a he's got like a he, sort of you know the two swirly eyes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah like a, like, a squiggle mouth. And he's like, I like Burr. tagging that on a thing that's not Fritz. Though you just be like, yeah, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> People don't know what to expect. Oh, you got something going what on. What kind of Tim is showing up right now? <laughs> wow, we're playing shows. We're doing live pods. We're oh my god. Yeah, the, the, those the, shows were great. They were great. Uh, we like meeting. <laughs> we like meeting the, the the listeners. Apparently, kid. That's apparently kid. He says great in a funny way. It was way great. <laughs> like, how'd you like the ride? It was great. Apparently. I'll tell you what. I'm done with the Amer- apparently kid. What? Ever since I saw the crack up kid, that's my kid. No, because yeah. I like to crack up. I'm back. I want to completely, it. totally crack up. I'm back on. I saw a funny video the other day. It was a little British kid and his. Uh, 
dad was like, if you if you keep being uh, bad, Santa's not going to come visit you. He's like, no, he's not. I'm not being bad. And he's like, well, no, you're going to be on the noise list. You'll, you, you can't get off unless you be good. And he's like, I am good. And he's like, if he puts you on the list... I'm going to uppercut him in the face. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. Is that the one I'm thinking of? Uh, maybe. Oh, shit. Well, if he uppercuts him, he should say, uh, I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> we got to find that again. Man, maybe there's another. I got two favorite kids. One is, uh, can I pet that dog? Have you heard that kid? He's no. like a southern kid. He's like, can I pet that dog? <laughs> can I pet that dog? And then my favorite kid of all time is uh, I'm Just Your Little Son. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Good. That's good. That's I'm nice scared. You know what was a good one before uh, memes kind of got going was uh, the kid who was like, I think it was actually like a commercial for insurance or something. And the little kid's sitting there. He's like, oh, my, my daddy got kicked in the penis. It, it, he got hurt. It he was bad. injured. Injured bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Folks, look in the description. We'll post all these. Sure, why this is good. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so yes, we were, had some great shows. Chicago, come out because we are we are rehearsed and ready. Oof. Ooh, oh, yeah. Oof. We can't wait. We love it there. That's gonna be nuts. Don't stop has been practicing a ton. They've got a bunch of new stuff. Ooh, we maybe some merch. Maybe some new merch. <gasps> oh, hmm. that could be fun. Some dude merch, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about Dude Ranch. <laughs> I I know who somebody. For their favorite baseline, Mark Hoppus, he's great. He's he. Uh, I've never met him, but he, you know, comes to UCB and does improv shows. He and played, he's with, played with Tony he played with Wit. He played, played yeah. with Wit. Played and with like Jonah Ray, maybe Jonah like, Ray yeah, and yeah, Wit. Yeah. And he's great. He's That's a cool. big comedy yeah. fan and is not too cool to like come to a very small club and mm-hmm. play a and, show. And so, like, what's the deal with him and uh, Tom DeLonge? Like, they seem like friends, but they're like definitely doing different things. Because I've seen Tom be like. Be like, good luck, buddy, and you know, I got. I don't think they're friends. I think that Tom, you know, wished him well with you know getting healthy and stuff like that. But um, the reason that Blink One Eight Two had been touring without Tom DeLonge was like Tom was being weird, right? Tom thinks that Angels and Airwaves is like legit. So when they're trying to book a a Blink One Eighty Two tour, he's like, totally, let's do it in four years when I'm done with my Angels and Airwaves Alien album, and they're like, no, like. We play huge venues, and you play silly venues, and it's just your ego that's making you hmm. Hmm. not rejoin the band. Hmm. I remember liking Boxcar Racer. Was that a you band? Did? Who or was a that? Song? Or like one song? That that, was, they had a song that was like, was like "I feel so sad." Uh, yeah, <laughs> wasn't yeah, that like, I feel so angry? Wasn't that two of the guys and not Travis? Tra- or, or? Travis is the drummer. Mark is not the bass player. Okay, I, I'm not even a fan. I don't know why I know hold all on. this. But hey, Mark had plus four four. Tom now did boxcar racer. Now who's Trey Cool? Oh boy, fucking green. <laughs> I know that. Oh. Letters to God by Boxcar Racer is one of these sort of like long, opulent, almost almost instrumental bangers. Mm. That's the the, ah. the only MP3 almost, I have. Almost a, instrumental. You know, it's just a, it's got like it's like a punky song, but there's like lots of different parts to it. Mm. And stuff. Mm. Uh, Tom DeLonge's voice and lyrics are hard to get past, but I do like him as a guitar player. He kind of invented this sort of like dumb style of lead guitar that's very fun hmm. and and nostalgic. Well, if we're getting into guitar parts... Now just think a little lower. Yeah. Two less strings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Snips, clip off two of those strings, or just one, depending on your skill level. <laughs> String amount. String amount. And today we are talking about... Ultimate or best? 
Best. Today we are talking about best baseline. Now this one's been kicking around since we did best sample, we did best guitar solo, and we said we got to get to best baseline. Do you think we'll ever do best song? Wow. <laughs> just, just, just best song. That's just entirely mm-hmm. it's best hard to, song. To just, I mean, I think I know what I would pick, but it, there's no way to get you guys to episode one thousand. Yeah, yeah. I think best song is probably um, "Oh Beautiful Forsaken Skies." Oh my god! Skies. Another dry eye in is the that pod what it is? Studio. Oh, beautiful for sacred skies. Forsaken skies. For the waves of gray. I, I bet you Tim's doing a fuck. He's definitely doing a Springsteen song. But what Springsteen song? It's I hard. Know. I got my personal phase, but then you kind of want it. You can't go too weird when you're singing best song. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, for best song, I thought you meant for uh, bass. But I don't think no, for bass. best song. You know what's cool is that like Bruce is a guy that tries. You know, like when he makes a song. You know, like when he made Born to Run, he was trying to make the best song of all time. Right. I don't know if he succeeded, but like how funny. I like when, you know, like Freddie Mercury is like trying to make the best sure. song of all time. Look, we a should... lot of people are trying to make the best song. <laughs> and they pull it off, man. We should, uh, we should make this like a several series thing where we, every once in a while, we do a best song podcast. We bring some good ones in and then we narrow them down and we don't definitively do it, but by the end, by the hundredth episode we have it love it okay but that today okay. perhaps your best song has a best bass line oh. which is what we're talking about today the bass part of the rhythm section it's a little longer thumpier we all play lower. it we all, we play, all play it but mike you're the bass man of the band how does it feel this week on the pod we're kind of blowing up your spot you know what was nice about this i went i went through some bass songs that i like and they're just some bass parts i like and I was like, you know what? I, I gotta like, uh, like branch out a little more and just try more stuff because when you when you like, you gotta learn to play your instrument. Yeah, a little bit better. <laughs> or just like, uh, I taught it, you two arpeggios, major I and know, minor. I know, and, and when those, uh, you know, on uh, <laughs> major and minor, <laughs> you don't think I'm goofing off with those on my own, be, my free time? That could be a good, uh, funny character, major minor. <laughs> major minor. <laughs> uh, no, like when we play uh, 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 Santa Ana Winds, I got that little bass line Very that's nice. so fun. So I need to, I need to just be a little more, uh, have fun with it. Because um, it's cool when you see how it all fits together. I got to learn the music, <laughs> how it works. It's, it's an interesting instrument because a lot of the time it's an unsung hero. Mm-hmm. A lot of time it's just holding things down. And the songs, I'm sure we each brought in our best bass line. Mm, uh, right. I'm, you don't really pick... We probably picked flashy bass lines that caught our ear, but right. like most of the time, the bass guy is just saying, "Hey, there's got to be a low sound here, and I'm the mm-hmm. one to play it." Yeah, foundational. There's there's those bass like I kind of went with one that was uh, almost like the the uh, hook of the song. You know what I mean? It's like it's got to be recognizable if we're talking best bass exactly. line, right? But it's there, I feel like there's bass lines that are just like very impressive, but like still in the background. I, th- I feel like McCartney does a lot of like those bass lines that are yeah. just like. When you listen to it, it's like, whoa, he's going cuckoo cuckoo. I've, I've even seen some like uh, bass. Insano. Uh, you know, bass players on YouTube who are like, I'm doing I Feel It Coming by The Weeknd. And then when you hear just the bass, you're like, whoa, that's not just playing root notes. They're yeah, doing yeah. like, he's doing all sorts of crazy stuff in support of what's there. So it never really stands out. Right. But, you know, as a bass player, I couldn't just pick that up and play it. You know, you'd have to like yeah. really kind of. I've been, uh, I've been, uh, 
listening to a little more funk uh-huh. lately because that's uh, I saw that. Actually, we can play this track now if we want. Is this your pick? Is no, this, your this, pick? this is not my pick. Jesus Christ! No, we got. We, we should leave. We should leave with picks just to be safe. Okay. Um, yeah, no stepping on. Well, the, we'll get to the funk later. We'll get to the funk later. We're each going to submit our pick, and then oh, we're going to tweet it out. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Twitter is yes, going to yes, yes, pick yes. the winner of best baseline, and then while we're waiting on the data, we'll chit chat about our runners up and other baselines we wanted to talk about. Yeah, right. I like that. Oh, we've done it that way before. Why stop now? Well, Mike, do you want to go first? I feel like you sure. Get- uh, so I picked a baseline, like I said, it's uh, very, almost like the identity of the song, except there's another very good identity part of the song, which is a, a funny, uh, fun thing to like sing. I, I have a guess. Ooh, maybe maybe hold it until after we, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll, write it down. Ooh, I don't have it. I'll put it on my phone. Put it in your phone. Yeah, text it to us. Uh, this is, uh, she, she has a lot of cool baselines and she has... A presence in the band that is pretty unique uh, because she, from what I understand from re- watching some videos today, she joined the band and was like learning the bass as the band was like happening. So I said, oh, so there's some hope out there for a little bass man yet. <laughs> so when you say she, this isn't necessarily the, the artist so much as the bass player. What do you mean? The bass player of the band. Oh, the, the bass, band. The bass player of the band. It's yes. Not like, yeah, okay. Right, right. Uh, so uh, play it up there. Number one. Here we go. Oh, hell yeah, baby. Uh, Psycho Killer Talking Heads. That's right. Good one. It's a good one. It's so simple. It's, um... You know, I came to know this song first from, uh... I first heard the live version from Stop Making Sense uh-huh. It has the more jangly acoustic guitar And I didn't hear this album version until way later Oh, right, because that's the first thing he does, right? Well, yeah, and, and he's it's like an acoustic and it's very jangly Yeah, This one is more bass-driven in a cool way Yeah, uh, so this is more con- like constrained Tina, Tina Weymouth is the, is the bass player and it's like I like this part. It's like doom, 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 because the other part is so simple. It's like don't, 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 and then it gets a little uh, more intricate. I, it's it's fun to play too. I've we've played it. We have. Yeah, I played drums on this with you guys. Like not at a gig, but in a practice. Oh, in like practice. yeah. And I think it was a little, like, but just even on your own, it's a fun one to play because. You're like, oh, this is the song. I, I don't know what the guitar is doing here. Yeah, right. but like when a bass play is it, it's like you are playing the song. Yeah, I've got a couple songs. I'll tell, talk about it later. But a couple songs that I've been playing lately. It's like, oh yeah, I feel like a real bass head. <laughs> so there cool. you go. I love the talking Steady and heads driving. are yeah. obviously like uh, one of the greatest bands ever, but that they were a CBGB 77 punk New York band. Mm-hmm. But they weren't like dumbed down. I love the Ramones, but this they is were off like, seventy-seven, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah, the first album with the red cover. Mm-hmm. But um, isn't it funny that they were grouped in with like these kind of uh, bozo power chord bands, who I also love. Yeah. But like them and uh, Television are so fancy and so worldly. There's, there's a lot of like, school kids just and there's there's a lot of pinging and ponging and passing the ball between those bands. Yes. Like, yeah. Where like in in a measure or two your ear kind of pays attention to different parts. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a uh, deconstructed band. A lot of a lot of bands do that where you're just like, ooh, first I'm noticing like 
a little bit of a bass thing, and then a little guitar lick, and then a and then a drum little fill. Yeah, oh, I love it, that. It's pinging and ponging all around. I mean, like uh, television, Marky Moon. Everyone's like beep beep, bop bop, bubble. <laughs> there you go. Um, I think I've mentioned this before on the pod, just how weird it is in my teen years. Uh-huh. I was into Interpol and the Strokes and that type of thing, and then also through them got into television and the Talking Heads, and I just listened to it all at the same time, so I can't even tell the difference. Like it's all meshed together. The the influence and then the twenty years later after effect to me it's like all the same because I had them on the same playlist. I think I you were listening to them the same time as we knew each other and uh, moved out to L.A. and I was I don't remember I, like every time I think of like television I'm like is that happening in two thousands or the seventies? Yeah, like uh, Interpol and Joy Division. I have trouble telling them apart because I I listen to them on the same CDs. <laughs> and as far as the bouncing around stuff, uh, not easy to do as we learned. Oh no! With uh, give it up, hard to play live. Sure, hard to play live. Sure, Jeff. What were you just telling me something about David Byrne? He he writes songs by like he gets the music, but the lyrics are just like hey, hey. hey. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I thought he, David Byrne's kind of a blind spot for me. I, he I'm didn't not, read his book. I I didn't make it through. I'm still what working on it. Oh, I love that book. Why did you uh, tell me that? Maybe it was Mookie. He opens that book with a thing <laughs> that really hooks you, where he talks about how. Music is affected by the space. Yes, I read yeah, that part. Cool. It's great. And that thing of like church organ sounds good in a cathedral because if you try to play a staccato instrument in a big echoey cathedral, it sounds like shit. So you hold you long chords, big poundy chords, and and then he brings that all the way up to like the Talking Heads. We're playing at CBGB, which is a long hallway. We needed to project to the back of the yeah. room. I remember when I read that, I I thought about it in terms of comedy because that's what we were doing. Yeah, I also like it when he's talking about like, and now the room is. Guess what? Your earbuds. Yes. yes. He mentions this. Tim Mike. Cook's device. Ah, yes. Great. Wait a minute. Um, well, so that's me. So that's that's where I, my head's at. Wait a minute. I like it because it's so simple. It's fun to play. And it's the, uh, yeah, the identity of the song, I think. I love The it. other part is the kiss kiss is a fun thing to Very fun. Say. Great well, pick. Love that song. Love that bassist. She, uh, she and the drummer are married, and they start. They were in the Tom Tom Club, and yeah. they like beep 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 beep, 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 and they Which came out with a book recently, sampled by Mariah, 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 Mariah Carey, and a million things ah. since then. But I th- I've heard that that Tom Tom Club book is very good. Uh, Tim, you didn't uh, text your your pick. What what did you think I was going to? I wrote it in the phone. Uh, well, you hadn't said she yet, and then I may have guessed it, but I had written um, uh, under pressure. Yeah, that was a little bit on my list. When you're talking about driving the song, ice, ice, baby. Who's going next? Go for it. All right, when we talk about bass lines, okay, a lot of us are probably thinking, played on a bass guitar. That's that simple. Oh, I I know where this is going. I'm gonna write it in my phone. Bass drum. I bet you think you know where it's going. I have two. I have two guesses. Yep. No, I'm not going to say them. I'll write them in my phone. Yeah, write them in your phone. I bet I know your guesses. How about that? <laughs> and, and you Ooh. scoff at my guesses? <laughs> no. Well, one of them is Herbie Hancock. That's nice. what I just typed. But that's not the one I'm talking Chameleon? about. Chameleon? Yeah, Chameleon. Well, he plays, he plays the bass part. Don't on say me. the other one because you might know the other one. <laughs> okay. I, I, the other one was the one I wrote first, and then I wrote Chameleon. Okay. When I think about bass, the sense we're talking best and not ultimate, I got to go from the personal, from the heart. Yes. When did little Jeffy first notice the bass and how it 
really rocked his lower chakras. You know? Yep. When the you, lower low chakra is the anus. And the stomach, but mostly the anus. Yeah. Yes. What you got, you got to give it to your papa. I'm thinking, flee! <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I just said it's not the bass guitar. Or I hinted that it's not the bass guitar. I, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I'm in my car, right? Do you, did you know it? Because I know it. I'm, I I'm in my, my mom's car. And she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run into the store. Do you want to come in? And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And I would fucking crank some CDs. Yeah. CDs with CDs funk nuts. and disco and some, some, <gasps> boogie, some boogie drums. I would have loved to pick Jamiroquai for this, but I did not. Uh, Tim, why don't you go ahead and just play JD song number one. Crank it. <laughs> This is not what I was thinking. What song is it? This was a sample too for something. Yeah. Oh, keep on. it. Wait. Keep on. This, this is on the keyboard. This is flashlight. And that's uh, a lot of people attribute that to Bootsy Collins because he was the bass player yeah. for Flashlight. Because uh, uh, he was the bass player for Parliament. That was actually written by a Bernie Worrell. Created on a line of at least three, possibly four, connected mini Moog synthesizers. Ooh, so yeah, there's there's a bass in there, but uh, Bootsy has said like, yeah, you know, actually that wasn't me. That was this guy Bernie. Oh, good for him. For and uh, coming clean. but you know, everybody sort of plays on it. And uh, this is another one, like yours, Mike, where it's simple and it repeats. And this thing goes on for minutes and minutes and minutes, and it's just got that rock steady. It's eighth notes. But it's and then there's some little flourishes, and then sometimes it goes like they they do like some up stuff. They do some stuff where it goes down, and it keeps going down even further. So they find these little variations, but really that's all it is. It's great and it's uh, fun. My God, it makes your head nod, and it makes makes those lower chakras I was talking about <laughs> vibrate, like, vibrate and blast. I like thinking about your your mom goes to the <laughs> to the store and you're out in the car bopping around by yourself. <laughs> Getting funky. Ooh. My guess yes. was one that I remember hearing for the first time. Picture me uh, washing dishes at my dad's restaurant mm-hmm. in the back of the pizzeria. Sure, there's an indie band that I loved one album of theirs. Yeah, I hadn't heard. Uh, did they have a new album coming out? I don't know. And then the single <laughs> comes out of the radio as I'm washing a dish. Seven Nation Army. So you'd consider that the baseline then, huh? It is. It's guitar, but it's it's an... Uh, Does, is that the only thing that plays throughout the... No, there's guitar, normal guitar too, but it's an octave He's pedal. He's doing some loopy down. octave pedal hmm. stuff. You can, if you listen real close, you can hear like a spring sound because there's like, it's like an analog pedal with like a spring in it that's like making that happen. Oh, no shit. Fucking um, that's a cool baseline, Seven Nation Army. I saw a really good YouTube video about how Seven Nation Army became a soccer anthem. Because, mm. you know, that's like every soccer, they just like start singing it. Yeah. Good picks. I almost hate to blow you guys out of the water. <laughs> oh, but. Oh, no. Um, well, I've got a favorite bass. So- I've got a favorite bass player. Thank you. <laughs> I'll just say it. Because- <laughs> Michael Hanford. Hooray. No. Uh, but but here's what's my favorite bass player, Kim Deal. Pixies, mm. Breeders, unbelievable, cool. right? The ba- the best. Right on. But Kim Deal has cool 30 bass lines I love, but not I wouldn't choose any one of them as my favorite. Iconic bass line. Bass line. But there's one 
from when I was merely a zygote until now. That mm-hmm. uh, is a Kim deal. Not a Kim deal. And I was going to say, I went, I went funkier than I thought. This is a more, almost a more of a Dutton style baseline because hard I, not to with a base, huh? Yeah. But I, that's why I like Kim deal is it's like, it's like taste, you know, she's not doing the arpeggios. She's not taking things for a walk. She's thinking, she's just saying I'm cool. And I'm a weirdo, you know? Mm, yeah. uh, this one is more, uh, this is fucking classic. It just when I think of bass guitar, I think of this bass line because it is good. And try not to tap your fucking toes in this. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. And another one where it's just like the bass line is so good where you that you have other people jumping in on the bass line. Yeah. You got the, you got the low piano joining in. It's, um... This is uh, um, the the guy is uh, Wilton Felder, who is one of these uh, in-house Motown guys that played on Mm. a million big songs, like What's Going On and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But specifically, this is uh, Jackson 5. When they get to the chorus, it's so joyous, like in a way that a bass player doesn't really ever get to like do this much. Yeah, let's wait till we get to the chorus. Cause like that's when it hits its highest note. That's when it hits its highest notes too. There you go. So much fun. What could be more fun than that? It's like it's moving out there. Taking it for a walk. I also even the little trill, the like the little fill to get you back into the top of the chorus. That's cool. Um, I found on YouTube they also had it um, isolated, and um, bass is a funny one to hear isolated yeah. because it's like not very impressive. Like the tone is a little like bassy, you know, it's like not a, it's not a front man instrument. But, but you, you can hear his fingers. Okay. So like maybe you need other things to like prop it up and give it like counterbalance, but it's definitely the star of the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. They built the whole thing. Old uh, Barry Gordy knew what he was doing with it's this. the one. identity of the song. It's great. I, just, I do kind of just want to hear that chorus done in much later. But isn't it reassuring that it sounds a little dumb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's that chorus, baby? Yeah, that's so cool. Damn, that's a good one. Sweet. A lot of action. A lot of action going on. Mm-hmm. People have pointed this out before. Um, just how funny, you, you know, like what a nine-year-old Michael Jackson singing a love song is already weird. Uh, but then the idea how of so? I, <laughs> but the idea of I want you back is so funny where it's like, okay, so you had a relationship, you broke up, and now you're lonely all at like nine years old. Uh, those are good. Tweet them out, Tim. Let's see what Tweet we got. Them. Okay. Tweet them if you got them. You know, it's funny. Playing the uh, the high notes there, I was listening to a, I think it's For Whom the Bell Tolls, maybe? Somebody's going to correct me on this. Hemingway. <laughs> but uh, the Metallica song, and who's our first bassist? Cliff. Huxtable? No, his name's Cliff. I forget his last name. But uh, he plays this like opening to the song, and it sounds like a guitar solo, because he plays it way up high, and he plays it like really fast, and he's like finger tapping. And it's just, uh, it's fun to see, like, ooh, taking the bass into a different direction. My God, I love it. Okay, the tweet has been tweeted. <sighs> the tweet has tweeted. 
Well, what I, I gotta look at some of my uh, runners up here. Here, what do we got here? Uh, I had you know Tim. I had I want you back actually. Under my thing, mm. under pressure. I also had. Um, is this it? Strokes. The Strokies. Yeah. That's fun. It's high up on the neck, and it's a little tiny strings. It's kind of uh, Talking Heads-ish, uh, mm. too. I see your style there, Mike. It's, it's something that... It's, it's really the stuff I can, like, hear the best. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I can pick out of the mix. Uh, I've been playing that one a little bit, trying to learn that one. It's uh, very fun. Not trying to learn. I know it. Wait, is You're this like it? a regular Nikolai Fratur. How, how does how does this is is this it go? Can't you see me? I don't even know you. I'm doing it wrong. It's but. track one on that first album. Sure. Can you see? I know. Actually, no. I actually know Room on Fire and First Impressions better than the first. Damn! Album. Can you believe that shit? That uh, first album was uh, such a phenomenon. It was so hyped up, and then it came out, and I was like. I love this shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. College uh, baby. That was freshman year for us, right? 9-11 era. 9-11. Another one I've been playing recently is uh, Groove is in the Heart. Oh, oh yeah. you a- were playing this at practice the <laughs> <Yeah>. other day. <laughs> oh, fun. man. Oh, uh, why don't I just play my... I have a, my runner-up. We should play my runner-up. Which one? Oh. oh yeah. I, uh, this, is, this is one I didn't mention yet. This is Mike Bass 2? Yep. This is one I've, I've been playing this recently, too, and it's also... Oh. 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 Love it. <laughs> Sounds like you. <laughs> oh. I know a place. I'll take you there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was Staples like, I, I don't know this. What is now, this? this is one of these Stax, no, I know uh, Stax Studios bass guys. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Because I think he also played on Mr. Big Stuff. Ooh. Oh, that's funny. That's kind of... But it, this is uh, it's uh, fun to play because it goes boom, boom uh, very high, and then Octave, octaves man. on bass are fucking powerful as yeah. shit. Yeah, uh, Jamiroquai all right. The Ducktales, Ducktales. <laughs> Higher uh, ground. It's got a cool like bass kind of solo part too. It's it's great. Take a listen. No, no, no. You at home. <laughs> I'm just gonna extrapolate because I said higher ground. Uh, Flea deserves obviously an honorable mention sure. here. Uh, I love a. Uh, uh, higher ground and tons of tracks off of, um, you know, blood, sur- blood sugar, yeah. sex magic. What's this one? Soul to squeeze. The best song in the Conehead soundtrack. Yep. That got, <laughs> yeah, we've said it before. We'll say it again. I believe Soul to Squeeze got booted from Blood Sugar Sex Magic, and yep. then yeah, they got they threw it on Coneheads. But uh, another another fun bass guy. Thundercat has a great video on YouTube where they he breaks down his oh, favorite yeah. bass lines. I've watched that. Yeah. That's, he's That's great. Fun. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Uh, Getty Lee's another good one from Rush. I was watching some of his stuff. It's just like too complicated to be like, yeah, that's my favorite bass line. <laughs> it's, uh, it's all he's the lead place. singer, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I love that one. I mean, I don't know how many. When Sir Paul is singing and thumping away, Sting yeah. does that. But and, and, and I prefer guys like that who they're not so much of a bass player fanatic that they get they run too far away with it where only another bass player can appreciate right. it mm. you know like victor, like victor, Wo- victor Wooten, Wooten yeah. obviously incredible uh but you got to have somebody who's got their feet on the ground and and sort of knows how to entertain the people yeah that's why a lot of our picks have been very very simple yeah you know uh but i i got a runner up for you this is one that is on a bass guitar 
And it's not even like a cool song. It's actually two songs, and you'll you'll know it immediately. It's I'm like, a Barbie girl in the Barbie world. Michael. <laughs> this is actually off the same I knew comp- I was going to get that this is off the same compilation CD uh, as uh, as as Flashlight oh this was the JD formative CD you had yeah the funk CD ah. oh yeah the host is black what's that right? <laughs> it's when Chris Rock hosted the VMAs oh. <laughs> folks it's Forget Me Nots by Patrice Russian aka Men in Black by Will Smith <laughs> oh I thought this was Stevie. Nah. I mean, I don't know who wrote it. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like, yeah, Stevie Wonder wrote it and he gave it to Patrice. Yeah, the bass is going like, for a walk. That's like, it's sliding around and doing octave shit, popping yeah. all over the place. Is that slap bass technically? At least the octave uh, pop feels yeah. like a... Uh, I, don't yeah, know, I don't know how to play slap bass. I think this I do, is I good. I sloppily and badly. I like the original slap slappers, but... Uh, I think most bass players get a little too slappy. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that, what I was saying about Kim Deal is like taste, you know, and being cool. Mm-hmm. I think with everyone, when they get their instrument, they, they it's it's you get tacky if you're like having too much fun. And I feel like bass players slapping nine times out of 10. I think it's unnecessary. You know, what's a cool Kim Deal bass line is uh, I don't know the name of the song, but it's like. And this I know, my teeth is wide as uh, Gigantic. Yeah. Yeah, and it's got like a weird time signature. It like it's ends off. on a note that yeah. then begins it again the, or something. The, that's it. The Pixies always do that thing where it's like there isn't the last measure of the phrase. They like start it over again yeah. kind of a little bit unsettlingly fast. <sighs> I love that uh, that one and uh, that song, Hey. I mean, anything, any bass line on... Ooh, uh, hey, is, that's a good bass line. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Oh yeah, um, these are playable any, bass lines. Anything I off Doolittle, Debaser is great, and then even like uh, fucking, you know, their big uh, uh, "Where Is My Mind." The choice to just hold the root note, and she plays with a pick. You know, it's like a it's like a Fender uh, Precision, like a P bass and a pick, and just even in "Where Is My Mind," I go dum 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 dum. Like that's a cool. All, I love uh, Matt Sharp from Weezer, mm-hmm. and when you hear like "Only in Dreams," you know he's listening to Kim Deal. You know, and uh, and fucking um, the Nirvana guy, Chris Novel Selleck. That's they got to be a Kim Deal fan, right? Mm. He used to wear that thing so low. Yeah, but one time oh, at the VMAs, he threw it up high and sure. hit him right in the face. Oh, man, that was Do you remember my review? I was trying nasty. to get into uh, Pixies. It was a blind spot for me, and you let me borrow Surfer Rosa. Mm. My review of that. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I don't like any of this stuff, but I can't stop listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get out of it. That's funny because I also, I <laughs> I asked my uh, high school friend Tristan to burn that CD. Like, he had, like, a faster internet connection for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, can you download all these songs in order and make this CD for me? And he did it. And then uh, he, like, I remember him giving me the CDR and being like, I don't like this. <laughs> you mean um, the, the uh, gold CD with the green writing on it? That's the one. Uh, no, I, I did end up like, but it was like such a, a thing. It was like, I don't want to like this, but why I can't stop listening to it? I think that uh, that the next album, Doolittle, would be a, like a more, a safer entry point for most people. Mm. Or I was do, a freaky deaky college kid. You know? Or do like the sure. J-Man and get Best of the Pixies. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah, they're not a band with an unwieldy catalog. Like, uh, it's really like four albums. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, Tim, did you have any runner-ups? Runner um, runner's ups? 
I mean, we kind of uh, uh, we we talked about a lot of them, and then I would just elect myself for my baseline on uh, out on the town. Mm. That was Timothy, a good, good pretty good. A self nomination, a podcast first. Uh, Train in Vain was a fun one we've played before. That's a fun baseline. Love Ooh. it. Uh, why don't you play? Yeah, play my third little thing there, Tim. This was this is something I watched that got me into saying, "Oh, I can try a little funk bass." Uh, it's this fun thing that um, Bootsy Collins is talking about. Just like the, the if you just YouTube funk formula. One, two, three, and you hit on the one, one. You know, one. You know, and then you would try to fit your different notes. What you felt in between that, like. <laughs> You know, and that's the yeah. ball. Yeah. You know? 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 You those major and minor arpeggios I taught you were from a series of VHS tapes I bought called Bass Basics mm. when I was like 10. <laughs> Is that still floating around? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get your hands on that. Bass Basics. Damn. Uh, Want to check and see if we have enough data? I would love to. Yeah, sure. Now, there's a bassist, uh, uh, Petroius. Is that his name? Jaco Pastorius. Jaco Pastorius. There was a... a I'd never heard of him, and I watched his uh, Netflix documentary. Oh, shit. And it was like, wow, this guy's cool. He took all his frets off his bass. I didn't know that he had a Netflix documentary. He did at one point. This was a couple of years ago. I hope they, I hope they have it. Uh, uh, they, um, Thundercat, big fan. Of, mm. Big fan of Jocko. Yeah. He, he One of those tragic stories. I think he got big and then blew it all. Guys... The data is in. Do we have good numbers? We have. I have to say, this is great. This is a nice even spread. We oh. all did well. Hey, We're the distinct thanks. winner. Um, yes, a distinct winner. But in general, right. we should all be. Let's take a moment to be all proud of ourselves. Yes, good job, yeah, okay. both of you and me. In second place. Mm-hmm. Oh, great, Tim looked at me. <laughs> well, that wouldn't be bad. A silver medal. <laughs> the the slop heads have spoken, and in. Second place with 35% of the vote, Psycho Killer by the Talking Heads. Oh, Ooh. silver isn't good enough for me. Isn't your whole thing that it's not worth winning if you can't win big? Yeah, and now I'm turning into a Psycho Killer. I'm going to find these people. <laughs> yeah, kill them, not us. I always said, it's not enough that I win. My enemies must fail. Yeah. And now. The number one winner <laughs> with 42% of the vote. The best baseline goes to the Grecian no. Cretan wow. himself. Tim Kalbach is Jackson 5. I want you back. 42% of the vote. Jeff, you were in third place with 23%. Wow. I mean, 23. What, did I, what was my percentage? 35. So, that, like, nobody had, like, yeah, uh, yeah. 60% or anything. It wasn't a runaway win. You know, next time we do those, uh, we should probably have uh, Wolfman Tim announce them. Eight. <laughs> do I tweet in that voice? <laughs> no, no, announce the winners. Is but it? we're going to have to do that a different time, folks. It is time to wrap this thing up here at the <laughs> blowout special. We're talking bass guitars, four strings or more, keeping it low. <laughs> <laughs> is that cool? 
I can't what? tell. What is it? Is it cool? No, <laughs> no, no. Uh, you know, me and Mike heard some uh, uh, cool. a song by The Weekend today, and he was kind of being real cool, like I feel it coming on. I feel it, and we, we were kind of thinking, is maybe it's cooler to act like that than to be like us and go on stage and be like, "How's everybody doing? Yeah. Wow, hey, who is having a beer? Who's ready to have some fun? <laughs> like, we might be cooler if we didn't act like that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Cooler, though, but who wants cool? Uh, people, public, the, the the marketplace. Yeah, all the listeners on the equator right now, uh, we'd like it cool. <laughs> yeah, because it, it gets fairly sizzled. <laughs> Very warm mm. down there. All right, well, we've talked about global positioning a little too much. Folks, we love you. We love all the Patreons, Patrons. We love the, uh, the, the two levels we love and the one we tolerate. You know who you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do better. Do better. Tip jar. Yeah. Tip jar. <laughs> bump yourself up. If you're a, a slophead, bump yourself up. You're never going to rise through the ranks and follow the rainbow bridge. Right. If you're stuck on the tip jar level. Exactly. So we will see you next week on the the year the year long blowout. Oh man, and it's a big one. We already know what it is. Yeah, we know what it but is. But we think it's going to be year long. Not, not the, the year, year long, long blowout. The year anniversary blowout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one felt like a year long. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Folks, we'll <laughs> see you there. Uh, bye, everybody. Also, I'm proud that I won. Oh, yes. And congratulations, Tim. And, and congratulations to Tim, Wolfman, Tim, and Jeff. Ooh, better luck next time. <laughs> you got to do your research, bud. And me, well, I'm happy to be silver. Yo! <laughs> bye, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.